podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Footballers Extra Time. I am your host, Hunter, and we're going to continue the episode from last week where we go in to answer your questions and take your hot takes. It really is fantastic the amount of engagement we're getting here recently, and we really appreciate it, and we hope everybody continues to do so. If you haven't submitted a question or a hot take and you had something you wanted to share with us, you can do so by joining the Discord. The link is in the show notes. It is 100% free to join the Discord. And if you want to get better at the game, enjoy the game a little bit more, improve your ability, you can gain access to the Foot Academy portion of the Discord by going to patreon.com forward slash Foot Academy. Let's go on to our hot takes. We've got quite a few to get through this week. First one is from Precise Dumb. It says... Struggling to remember a better value card than Rule Breaker Arnautovic for 25k. So my hot take is he is the best value special card in foot history. Matt is literally holding his Arnautovic jersey in front of his camera. Steve is waving, smiling. I I have to preface anything that follows here by just pointing out to those who may not be aware that Precise Dom is a massive Stoke City fan, as is Mr. Lambo Matt, who's waving his Arnautovic shirt around. They're completely biased. They love Arnautovic. So take everything that follows with an enormous pinch of salt. Matt? Yeah, you're probably not wrong. um, (laughs) For me, it was great to have a novelty player put into the game that is actually brilliant for the stage of the game that actually gets released into. I doubt it'll last, but it is a very, very usable card. I'm just glad that it that it was a thing full stop. It, it certainly made me very happy, even if it's only for a short period of time. But I, I genuinely think he is a very usable player. But I use him as a, as a left winger, and, and Steve's Liverpool system works really well. Because he, he's, he's quick enough to play there, tricky enough skill-wise, but has way more power than most players who play that position will have. So even your Kyle Walkers and whatnot will struggle to contain him. So he works very well there. But yeah, really enjoying the card. Yeah, it seemed like every time I came up against that card, it was it was a toss-up between did my opponent know how to le- use left stick dribbling? Because if he did, he can tear you apart with Arnautovic. Because one, he's agile enough to get around you. But two, he's also big enough, strong enough to just outjump everybody and overpower the, the back line. If you don't know how to dribble, and you're trying to use Arnautovic, you're going to struggle unless you're just extremely good at timed headers. But he's very good value. I posted a couple of clips on Twitter, actually, where I was just, I bought him on the weekend that he came out and I was just messing around with him. I thought, you know, let's have a look at this. Let's see what he can do. And I got the ball with him on the edge of the box and just started left stick dribbling, as you're saying. But I thought, let's let's see what this strength's all about. So as I was left stick dribbling, I was holding L2, the, the shield, the ball. And... It was there on Twitter, check it out. But he just, defenders were bouncing off him. Ramos, what have you. This guy was trying to make tackles and he was defending pretty well, but you just, you couldn't get the ball off him. And I just L2'd my way to a goal and then uh, did the same thing again about 10 minutes later. He's He's got special sauce. He's, he's something quite different on Outovic. So yeah, if you want to try Saying something he's different. He's, he is spicy. Yeah, um, he's... he's uh, is a little bit different. A little bit different. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Chris, have you used Arnautovic? No, I have not used Arnautovic because uh, the main guy that I find is great value for money this year myself and I found is, a card you're going to see very often, is Inform Luis Diaz. He just seems to be a different, like, cut of cloth. He's 
A different kind of gravy. He's like so good in front of gold. He's basically, when I paired him up with Antonio, he was absolutely great. But then I went and packed a cornet, so I had to drop my Luis Diaz from my team. But he was my most capped player before I dropped him. But yeah, I've, I've not used an out of it. He does look like good value for money and stuff like that. And he does look like a good solid all round card. But the problem is, is there's quite a lot of cheap cards that you can easily mm. try it out. Quite a lot of different players this year from Team of the Weeks through to these promo players, because just too much is under 50k, which is a very, very affordable price. Yeah, I would agree. You just Tash did. and Mager. What? Go ahead. I was just saying that you just did agree. There's no need to say yes and then say I would agree, because technically by saying yes, you've already agreed. Just trying to cut down on, the, on editing time for the podcast, <laughs> I don't know, that's all. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, by adding the, yeah, no. You're welcome. Appreciate that, Steve. Always looking out. Um, <laughs> Tashenmacher says, I have no clear opinion on this yet, so I would love to hear you guys debate this. Spending FIFA points has never been about packing 100K plus players. It's all about adding coins to your account and discarding most of the stuff you pack. That's what he's getting at is this hasn't changed much over the years and EA's handling of the market doesn't make a difference. That's his whole point here. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I don't just discard everything when I use FIFA points. I look up everything and, and try to get the most out of it, as I assume most people would. If you don't, you probably just have more money than you know what to do with, and you can just spam the fuck out of FIFA points, which the percentage of people that do that is probably extremely small, mostly content creators, I would assume. But even most content creators will list cards for their max value because, I mean, why would you just go throw free money away? Like, it doesn't make sense. So I don't I don't I don't know that I agree with that hot take, Matt. You kind of shaking your head. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with what you say. Disagree with uh, the chap who who made the comments. Um, agree with you what you're saying that it's mostly content makers who tend to be the only ones who can mass accumulate a meaningful amount of coins by discarding pack content, or people who are of course very wealthy, but 99% of people can't accumulate coins that way. It's just not going to happen. So I disagree with that point there. The trick of of the market and FIFA points is that at some point, EA have convinced us that they're actually worth something monetarily. So there has to be a perceived value for the person who's opening those packs to even consider paying money for what is essentially a thin air digital consumable, right? So if players don't perceive the value, then they're not going to open the packs, and we haven't gotten to a point yet where the majority, except for for savvy players in the community, uh, we haven't got to a point whereby they don't deem opening packs or buying FIFA points to not be worthwhile just yet. But we're slowly sort of edging into that area where you have to truly ask yourself the question. But that's generally aimed at, at casuals, right? Most people who've been playing this game for a long time, the type of people who do podcasts, create content, are part of a community like ours, the Foot Academy and footballers, they won't be opening loads of packs unless they're the ones that they get for free during the game. But yeah, um, disagree with the direction that that hot take w- w- was going in. There's still value in taking time to selectively consume what you get in packs, whether it's through the market, save them for SBCs, that kind of thing. If you're just discarding everything, you are missing out on value. And there's no need to discard a player for an amount of coins until you actually need those coins. I mean, this is one of the, the things that we've, we've we've said for a very long time during this podcast and podcasts before it, that 
there is value in buying certain informs at discard price on the presumption that they're going to increase in price. But if they don't, you can discard them. But you don't just discard them anytime. You discard them when you need the money. Otherwise, it's worth more as an investment, given that you're going to get your money back anyway, if that makes sense. So, so yes, slightly disagree with that one. I would totally agree with you on that. It's you got to check, like, say, for instance, gold commons, right? If you open up a premium gold players pack, you've got nine gold commons in there. You can easily sell every single one of those gold commons for double the amount that the discard value is. So you're basically effectively either going to quick sell and get roughly 2,250 coins, or you can take the time, list them up, and you can get yourself about 4,500 coins before the tax. Like, there is always value in terms of taking your time if you're opening up points. But to be fair for me, I say FIFA points this year, just because of the state of the market, aren't really worth it. Too many high-rated like walkout cards are just not really worth anything. Promo cards, not really realistically worth anything. Uh, you have to pack either top-tier promo player, a top tier, or maybe even a lower tier icon player. You have to pack something that is worth something to make those FIFA points worth something. I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. Like, if people were thinking about using their money to get coins, coin selling sites is technically better valued money than buying FIFA (laughs) points. Absolutely. uh, it's not something I would do personally, buying coins, no, but if someone it was cons- terms of service and we wouldn't yeah, do that here at football. Yeah. But if if someone was considering it, <clears throat> go on to one of the websites and you'll probably get yourself a bit more coins. <coughs> I've last year I spent one thousand five hundred quid on FIFA points. This year I spent about three hundred at the start. Because obviously things were worth money, but I haven't spent a single penny since. I'd, I'd just like to sort of round that off as well by saying that if you do go to g2a.com and use the code FOOTBALLERSPOD, you will get a 10% discount. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, k- kidding aside, I, I, I want to go to the point that, that Tash and Marker raises there about it not mattering how EA have handled the market this year. Uh I take issue with that because the market is there. It's part of the game and getting good at handling the market is part of the game. By EA's own acknowledgement last year, they said that pro players have to have all facets of the game under control there. So they've got to be able to play the game, they've got to be able to trade, what have you, so on and so forth. So you've got to have an edge on the market. And in previous years, one of the ways that you got an edge was by consistently monitoring the market and being able to predict what was going to happen. Or messaging Shay. Let's take Black Friday uh, as an example. We know when Black Friday is going to come. So if you pay attention to that, you're going to be rewarded for your extra work there by being able to sell your team and generate as many coins from that as as you reasonably can do. The problem this year is that EA have just manipulated the market. It hasn't taken its natural cause. That's why there's a problem with the way that EA are handling it, that they're being intentionally erratic, I think. The People's Republic of EA Sports. But the problem is, is also the minimum rating on packs does not help the situation because now you can get guaranteed 84s, 83s, like 85 pluses on a few of the packs means that those 
83s, 84s, 85s, that at this time of the year, you could, when Icon SBC dropped or certain SBCs dropped, you could easily see those rise from the 2K to 3K mark, whereas in 83s are still like discard value right yeah. now. And it's yeah. because you're guaranteed to get them in virtually every single pack nowadays. Yeah. Totally. It goes back to what I was saying, I think it was it last week or the week before, where I said they need to start increasing uh, the rating requirements and what goes into marking matchups because at the moment they're like 75 rating or sometimes even less until we get to a point where you need to start using 80s, 81s, 82s or some 83s. Like Chris says, they're, they're going to be worth absolutely nothing. You can reliably go on the market right now even though there's like a seller Super SBC for player of the month and get Joel Matip, who's 83 rated for 800 coins. He should be like flying off the market at any other time. But he's totally obtainable. Pages and pages and pages of him. Yeah. Steve, I've got one for you from Totter. He oh, says no. that <laughs> people saying Gold Neymar isn't it this year are wrong. I agree that he probably isn't a striker this year, but he's great out wide or as a cam. So when he says people are saying that Neymar isn't it, this it, you, he's, saying, he's saying he's saying people, you, yeah, just just fucking at me, Todder, man up, yeah. He's not it. He's well, he he is and he isn't it. He's in comparison to previous years, he's not what he was. He doesn't feel the same on the ball. And the thing that really nailed it home for me was when I'd had Neymar in my team and I tried Messi. And Messi's dribbling is just, it's a whole new level to Neymar, maybe because of the custom animation, but Neymar just, he really isn't it when it comes to dribbling. That said, that doesn't necessarily mean Neymar is a bad card, doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad dribbler, you know, it's, it speaks as much to the to the attraction of, of getting somebody like Messi in your team who can dribble like that. So it's kind of... It's a false economy to say that Neymar is bad because Messi is good. But on the whole, I don't think that Neymar is the Neymar that we've had in previous years. And that's that's the way things are going to go, isn't it, really? Unfortunately, this is probably going to be the last year that we see CR7 as a marquee card. His, his pace has had quite a big nerf this year. Probably going to get a bigger nerf next year. And it happens, you know, it's, it's cyclical. Cards come, cards go. And Neymar this year is at the start of his downward curve, I think. I mean, this might be a hot take from me, but having used Neymar in draft on 10 Kim and having just recently put gold Mane into my squad, I think Mane feels better than Neymar. He's way cheaper. Maybe, like I said, it's the dribbling. He's more responsive. He's really strong for a left winger. He wins headers. He jumps higher. I mean, for what, a third of the cost, you can go get Mane and link him up with, the, you know, the Liverpool tactic. So which you can find in the Footballers Discord, mind you. He's, he's got everything that Neymar has and more apart from five-star, five-star. That's the only thing. Yeah. And uh, George Coog, to round out the last hot take, says Steve's boy Andre isn't even the worst promo card of FIFA 22 anymore because now that belongs to Newhouse. Steve doesn't disagree. I'm trying to remember who the f- Newhouse is, to be honest with you. Much and glad back, centre mid. Very slow, but they're not upgrading his pace. Yeah. So totally useless. Has he, he come out today? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've packed him and sold him already. He's not going to run by anybody, but he's going to make you miss in the midfield until somebody else runs into him and tackles him. So there's that. Sorry, I feel like I failed. wasn't even aware of the card, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, it's not your fault. The promo failed. So, you know. 
It is what it Thanks, is. Anna. Kind yeah. of proving the point though about him and Andre. <laughs> so irrelevant, you didn't know he was there. <laughs> I, I won't have this slander about Andre. I want some respect putting on the name of Benjamin Andre. He is not as bad as that card looks. He actually plays in game pretty well, as I found on the Free Players Project. So, yeah, by all means, diss him, but use him first. Mm. Okay, well, I want to hear Matt and Chris's opinion on this question from Old Man Foot. He asks, are there any icons you've used that feel good this year? Any position under 750 k Chris, we'll start with you. I haven't used a single icon uh, this year myself, but going back to like the closer and the Akotcha, um SBCs, a card that I would like to try out this year and maybe could have been an alternative to closer is Suka because he doesn't look like too bad of a card and realistically you just make the SBC a little bit more expensive than closer. I mean, I saw you uh, shaking your head there, Steve. Are you I'm, like saying Suka? No, I just, I, this kind of should be glossed over and it shouldn't be mentioned, but we've got, we've got a private message group where Paul, who's normally on the podcast, people will know him as Rafkinvot. He's sent us a few messages. He said that he couldn't make it this week because he was looking after his grandkids. And he's just popped a picture in the Discord of him with painted fingernails. Oh. That's what we're all chuckling at. <laughs> okay, okay. But yes, yeah, so for me, Suka's somebody I would like to try out. I mean, there, there's plenty of good looking icons out there that are under 750k. Nedved, like I find Nedved is a very underrated. He's always good. Normally. Yeah. John Barnes, like last, I mean, John Barnes was somebody that I used last year, but like I virtually used every version of John Barnes last year. And I think, again, I could probably easily turn to John Barnes again this year because physicality is a very big thing this year. And John Barnes always feels very physical on the ball. Uh, you can all easily hold off players uh, comfortable in front of goal as well, especially if you're playing him central. Uh, there's quite a few players, but I haven't used anybody this year, so I can't really say for certain who to use and who not to use, basically. I'm sure Matt will confirm that it's that's not how his name is pronounced. It's, it's pronounced Barnes, isn't it, Matt? Can, can you remember the Anfield rap? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. Yeah, very good. How, how did it go uh, again? Oh, well, I'm not going there, mate. I come from Jamaica. My name is John Barnes. When I get the ball, the crowd go bananas. <laughs> there you go. Oh, God. I must have missed oh, that dear. one. Not even making it up. That, that was Liverpool's FA Cup record when teams used to make records to celebrate getting to the FA Cup mm. final. Yeah, It's story. not as good as his appearance and uh, will motion, put it that way. His, his rapping, yeah, he, he got skills by then, I think, Matt. He was, he was exceptional for yeah. that one. The boy we got all love that, that John Barnes. Well, you've got to hold and give and do it at the right time. In fact, we can get Hunter to play out on, on World of Motion. You have no idea what it is, but we can, we can enlighten him. No idea. One of these icons that I wanted to try out wide in the Liverpool tactic was David Beckham, the mid, the right mid 89. He's 390k. Before you carry on, can I tell you a very quick story about the David Beckham? Mm. Please do. Played a, played a guy in this massive downturn and form of ad since I got relegated to D4, who was playing Beckham as 
the left-sided striker in a 4-4-2 and just use him exclusively to cut inside and ping massive wide-angle finesse shots, and he was very, very good at it. Take take that what you will, but um, hmm. yeah, effective somehow. Nobody bends it like Beckham. That's why the ladies love him. I hope my wife's not listening. She really likes David Beckham. No. Sorry. Carry on with your, your, your Beckham uh, anecdote, Hunter. <laughs> Steve, do you think he would be effective at that? I hope it's better than yours. Steve, do you think that David Beckham <laughs> would be good at the right wing in the Liverpool tactics? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah. I'd, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Serious question. Yeah. I, I mean, he's got all of the stats that you'd you'd want in, in that sort of position. So I don't see why not. You'd probably have to stick a, a hunter on him just to increase that pace a little bit. But uh, yeah, I don't see why not. A little bit expensive coming in at 400,000 coins. But uh, hmm. so the icon I've used, I, I bought um, I bought Garincha, base Garincha and base Patrigano as investments. Oof. Really disappointed with Garincha, to be honest with you. And I love Garincha. Yeah. Uh, I always say that he's the player that made Pele look good. But uh, Butragenio, it's been excellent. I'd really like to try his mid card. But yeah, his, his base card is quite impressive. So if you're looking for a, a cheapish icon striker, check out Butra. Very nice. Mid Petit has been very good for me. Petit's always pretty solid, I feel like. Yes. So when the market dipped a little bit after that, that preview pack came out last week, picked one up for 575k. And very good as the CDM in, in Steve's Liverpool tactics. Never keep ramming that home, but it does make the game so much more fun and is very, very effective. Um, but given that the, t- the tactics generally require that particular part of the system to stay back, sit between the defenders, he's actually good for starting moves. So if you get him on the ball to sort of get get the move started, distribute it to one of the other two CDMs in a 4 4 I should say, works very well in that respect and is just utterly dominant physically and it's just about fast enough, although, of course, we'd always like to be 80-plus pace, but that would be asking for a bit too much. And he does pop up with the odd goal from range. So he's going to be a mainstay in my team for a while, I think. I was just about to say, he's, he's left-footed. So if you play him on the right-hand side of your of your midfield, the right-hand side of your three, you will find that he gets into positions to, to hit those finesses across the keeper. Yep. Well, we have one more question, and we kind of covered this earlier, but he goes by the name B, and he says, with all these promo cards, is it difficult for anyone else to fully commit to one team? I think we kind of went, we all agreed earlier on in the pod that it is very difficult to commit to one team because there's new cards coming out basically every week superseding the previous set. So unless your your main team that you're committing to is, um, you know, a, a 85 million coin team with the best cards in the game, you have to be dynamic. You have to always be moving in and out of the market, making changes to keep up with the rest of it. And that's just, just how it is. Yeah. What I find more so than in previous years is that it's harder, unless you're spending a decent amount of money, to have a wide assortment of cards with different teams, different leagues, mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. store in your club and hope, oh, I might use that in a few weeks' time or whatever, when something new comes out to sort of tag on to it. You're generally investing into one 
decent squad, and even then it's it's difficult to pull the trigger on something very expensive, knowing that in a week or two, or even less than that sometimes, you're going to lose a significant amount of value off those. So yeah, being able to have a club stock where you can build really good teams for more than one league, for an example, very, very difficult this year unless you're spending decent, decent cash. Yeah. That's correct. Well, that's all we have for this week. It's going to end us right here. Steve, Chris, Matt, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Chris, where can the people find you on social and on Twitch if you're streaming? Uh, Yeah, so I um, stream on Twitch, and that will be Merzgoff on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter at Lord Merzgoff. Free Foot Tears podcast, which is probably similar to you guys. You can basically find us everywhere wherever there's a podcast youtube as well which uh, for the podcast would be fsb creators i also have my own youtube channel which is mersgoff i'm pretty much nearly everywhere to be fair i even have a tiktok as well like if anyone does that want to watch that yeah but that's that's pretty much all my socials channels and stuff right there is that m-e-r-s-g-o-t-h for mersgoff yes that is correct Cool. Appreciate that because I would have no idea. Steve, where can the people find you on social media? And you're streaming again, finally. I am streaming again, finally. Yep. Twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. <laughs> I've got suddenly from nowhere, I've got a really bad cough, struggling to talk and breathe. Twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. Twitter at the foot coach. That's it. Thank you. Bye. Matt, what is the situation of your Twitch streaming? It's, it's, not looking like a, a good idea because when we did that emergency stream mm. the other day, people were complaining even then without any FIFA gameplay that my video feed was bloody awful. So it doesn't sound like a, a good idea for me to be Twitch streaming at the moment, but you never know, I might try at some point, but I think I need a significant uh, internet connection overhaul. It ain't going to be coming for at least another year, unfortunately. So uh that experiment is on hold for now well where can they find you on twitter they can find me at lambo matt with one t or say hi in discord sometime sounds good sounds good you can find me on twitch that's twitch.tv forward slash footballers pod footballers with a z you can follow the show on twitter at footballers pod with a z and you can follow me on twitter at the foot hunter the underscore foot underscore hunter and that's all we got for this week thanks for tuning in we'll catch you next time you got to hold the gift for doing it at the right time Network.